the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. I'm Ted Gioka. There we go. That's better. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always. Uh, a little switch the mics there. The... Uh, and the, and the philosophy in our motto is really to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And uh, our show has been on. It's 2017, been over 10 years now. And uh, really, we're all about building up savings, building up wealth. Uh, I saw some recent reports on the 401k programs that, that are out there in and really how how things have changed how the world has changed because of the 401k plan some some people said they're they're good others say they aren't and they 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 lament the uh that that 38% of the people had pensions since 19 in 1979 and now only 13% so really we've made and that was somehow bad but it really wasn't because we've made a, the switch over to the 401k's and and the pension is a defined benefit. the The four hundred one k is a defined contribution plan. There's, uh, but I think the four hundred one k gives the average investor, the average saver, the worker, uh, control over the over their savings. And and the thirty nine percent is somewhat deceptive because a lot of these these pensions people had weren't that big. They were very small pensions, and. And oftentimes the pension ended uh, uh, when the person passed away and the spouse had nothing. And, and so so I think the 401k plan has been one of the most successful savings programs in the country. Uh, and and really people have built up a lot of wealth over time because of it. The uh, One of the problems we're having in the world today is really lack of savings. Uh Elsewhere in the world, there's people in China and people in Asia and elsewhere are bigger savers than us. But the the Americans in the 60s and the 70s saved between 10 and 13, 12, 13, 14 percent of their savings every year on an average, about over 10, 11 percent a year uh, going into into the 80s. And then all of a sudden it started dropping when we had inflation and it went from 10, 10 and a half percent savings to an average of about seven and a half percent savings in the 80s going into the 90s and then by 2000 in 2006 when we started the max out savings show that the savings rate plunged to under two percent for the first time in 60 70 years and uh and really we had a savings crisis in the united states it, it and since then it, we, we've talked about it in a lot of the show we've written out we have our free max out savings report which we write a lot about savings and investments 
And and since then, the savings rate has gone up closer to to five and a half, six percent. So it's five and a half, which is starting to crawl back up. But but we have to improve that in in particularly with the baby boomers out there that they, they they need to increase their savings rate. So uh, so you first want to really start out with with your with your savings plan. It's the start of the new year, and if you're not at the ten percent level. Uh, plus a company match, uh, you know, now's the time to get up there. I mean, this is pretty simple stuff. The biggest danger and the biggest threat to the savings in the United States, uh, looking out over time, in my opinion, uh, in the last decade, without a doubt, no one even comes close to the biggest threat to savers has been the Federal Reserve under Ben Bernanke and Janet Yellen. Nothing has been more catastrophic to savings to the American people than than, than uh, the Federal Reserve. And they, they've taken interest rates down to record lows in the United States. And what happened is, is corporations and many people over levered. And so the Federal Reserve's solution was, is to sit there and say, well, look, we're not going to pay savers any money. And we're going to penalize retirees. Uh, We're going to penalize working people and saving people. It's the equivalent to the Federal Reserve coming in and and basically taking all the food from the ants and giving it to the grasshoppers that were sitting there enjoying their summer, not trying to save for the future. And, and, and finally, finally, with the win of Donald Trump, we're starting to rein in a uh, a reckless Federal Reserve. Uh, the I, I think the 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 investment establishment, uh, the, the people really that have been the best at the world of this are really starting to understand what a threat the Federal Reserve has been. How really incredibly poor their policies have been. Uh, and the idea of giving zero interest rates or negative interest rate to savers is, is an abomination. But but so that's comes so so that's that's you know we're reining these people in. The word out there is 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 Janet Yellen can't stand Donald Trump. That's the best news I've heard in years. <clears throat> but uh, because the American people and the savers can't stand Janet Yellen. But uh, so but you have to get back. To that savings rate, and you have to make sure you're putting away enough in your 401k. And some people have other types of savings programs. Some people, hey, look, I'm investing in real estate. I pay my real estate off, and uh, it grows over time. I pay it off, and, that, and that's how I'm going to retire. Or other uh, other people, I, I'm putting money in the business. I'll sell the. I mean, there's different ways, but the important thing is is you have to have a plan. And for most people, the simplest way to do it is the 401k plan with that savings rate, 10% plus the company match, and just conservatively invest the money. And and and, and it takes time, and, 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 and but over time, that, that's what builds up the wealth. Uh, it, 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 it's interesting. Uh, I'm working with some people that wanted some certificates sent out for typically for gifts for, for over Christmas. Stock certificates, and it's gotten remarkably hard to get a stock certificate out. It, you know, they, we came up; it was going to cost a hundred to two hundred dollars in some cases, well over that, to get a stock certificate sent out. In, uh, I remember thinking, talking a while back to a friend of mine, and they they were pulling some money out, not some money, but the certificates out of the safe deposit box, and it was just a huge amount of uh, of all company stock and. And and I remember the time that you know we sat here in the office one day and and and, and I get this package and it's a huge it, it's it's a bunch of certificates that uh, my grandparents owned and no one even know, knew they had them for the most part and they were they're sitting in the safety deposit box and we put them in and and 
you can't really do that anymore. The, the, the government really wants everything. It, it, they, they don't like the idea of certificates they got rid of. Years ago, we had clients who would just do nothing but buy bearer bonds so you could just put them in the safety deposit box and collect your coupons, and, and no one knew you had them. And now it's it's a little tougher out there because the government is just has gotten so fanatical about trying to identify where everybody's wealth is. Uh, but – but it so it, it goes back to the simplest program is still the four hundred one k plan. The four hundred one k plan is in your name. It, it's not in the company name. Uh, it, well, it might be in the company name, but it, but it's for the benefit of you with your name on it. Uh, if you're working at at Exxon, for instance, uh, your investments in the four hundred one k plan aren't in Exxon's. That, that you have an ownership in those in those uh, those assets in. And, and they're they're fiduciarily managing them for you and helping you out and putting the custodian using a custodian like we use TD Ameritrade to hold the assets, but they're in your name. And that's really important. I think in the future, it's going to be more and more important to have investments in your name uh, and uh, not for the benefit of, of other things or in other people. Because I think in the future that the toughest thing, the toughest thing for for governments to get at are assets held by in people's name because those people can go, hey, this is mine. They can take over a pension plan and they can cut the benefits and everything because really you don't own the assets. You just own a call on the, you know, they're going to pay you a certain percentage. And so that you can go to the, you know, that you're seeing some of these things up in uh, governments around the country. You know, uh, Dallas rumored could go into bankruptcy because of their pensions and they could cut the pensions. But if you have the assets in your name, where you own them. Uh, now, it, people say, well, what about a pension with a lump sum? Well, yes, if you get the money out of the pension in a lump sum in your name, then they're your assets. Up until that point, the only thing you have is is a call on the income stream, a certain amount of money that they should be paying you. It's a very different thing. And, and so for all the knocks on 401k programs, I really think it's one of the best programs out there we have for saving and, and building up wealth. And, that, and that's why I wanted to talk about this. It's the start of the new year. Make sure that you uh, you put away the money for retirement. I mean, that, that's the key. I mean, this is a phenomenally successful program. Let's try to get the country's savings rate back up to, to 10%. I mean, the, the country averaged a savings rate over 10% in the 60s. In the 70s and even into the mid-80s, they had a savings rate of over 10%. So this is not some pie-in-the-sky idea. It's not some lofty goal that's on a table. This is what we used to do. This is what many people around the world do. And and, and it, it, we've got to get control of spending in this country. We're running deficits. We've got to get control of a lot of things. And it, you've got to sa- start with sound money policies, sound investment policies, and sound savings policies and get back – to the basics. I mean, th- this idea of of centrally planned asset markets run by very smart people at the Fed Reserve. I mean, look, uh, the world is rife with brilliant people that fail. It's uh, long term long term capital. Uh, we had James Richter's on uh, of uh, the Road to Ruin on uh, la- at the I think in December, uh, writing about his new book. James Richter's he was the lawyer. That had to negotiate with the government when long-term capital failed. And, and, uh, and what happened was is they had, I want to say, two or three or more uh, Nobel Prize winning laureates on their 
advisory group helping them out, the smartest people in the world, and the thing failed. They levered up and it blew up and they had, you know, Hubbers, they thought they were smarter than everybody else, and it nearly took down the financial system. So the idea that the smartest people in the room can run the financial system is completely false. It, it, the same thing, the Federal Reserve has learned this. It's been a very painful lesson for them is their credibility has been destroyed in many people's eyes. And, and, and look, the system that works in the United States of America is a free market system, the free enterprise system, the capitalist system. It's not a perfect system, but it's better than anyone, anything anyone else has out there, and it's consistently done a reasonably very good job for raising the standard of living of the American people. And so hopefully we're going to start going back to that. And so uh, – you know, we'll see. We got the Donald Trump administration coming up. It's exciting. We got two more weeks and we're free. So it's uh, – we'll, we'll have to sort of see what's going to happen here. But but a lot of exciting things are happening out there right now. Uh, a, a couple things. This week we sent out our max out savings report. Uh, we, this thing went, uh, went out uh, Monday uh, – was it Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in that range – uh, we we got it out uh, talking about uh, you know some of the things that are happening in the world. A lot of big changes coming up for the new year. If you're not on our list, go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. We're talking about what we're going to be talking about some of the stuff we're uh, here shortly. Really about savings, about the Federal Reserve, about what's happening, what are our outlooks for the 401k. Uh, I mean, for for savings and our outlooks for for the new year. So if you're not on there, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, sign up. We do a lot of this stuff because we want to boost up savings in the United States. And we'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And if you got any questions or comments, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. You can also listen on the Internet by going to uh, 1070 uh, KNTH. Uh, or you can call us up at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 
512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. And if you got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. We'll get your questions answered. Uh, we're going to be uh, – a couple things we'll talk about. What, 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 what about for the outlook for the new year? What's happening? We're seeing a lot of back and forth in a lot of areas, and I've wrote, written a lot about this. Uh, I done wrote uh, – <laughs> written about uh, this in, in the report. So we're going to be discussing that as well. The it, It's really interesting to see what's happening in the world today play out. I mean, I, I think we're seeing a huge shift in a number of areas. And, and this is going to be a big story. I mean, the, the first one, of course, is the shift from the Obama administration to the Trump administration. Two very different people, very different worlds, very different beliefs, uh, th- Donald Trump is really much more free enterprise, and this is going to be much more bullish over the long term for the markets. Hugely bullish, I think. But let's take a quick call from Bob. Hello, Bob. How you doing? Quick question: If you had five ten thousand dollars, where would you put it today? And is silver a good idea? And how would you buy the silver? Yeah, I tell you what, I, li- I like silver in here. Uh, this is this is my th- my theory about the uh, precious metals sector. Uh, a couple things. I think we're moving from a deflationary world to more inflationary world, and I think over the long term that's bullish. Uh, I think we're seeing the end of deflation. We're seeing interest rates start to go up. That's a little negative near term. I think we're in the world of of massive currency. I think huge currency swings. That's very bullish for the precious metal sector. And I think this war on cash, uh, which a year ago – you would have thought you were wearing a tinfoil hat when you said that, has really come out to be a policy uh, in India, in Australia, where they're calling in in some of the big notes, in Europe, where they want to call in the 500-euro note, in out of Harvard University in particular, where where, uh, uh, Rogoff and a number of people are writing about the need to to call in the cash. And, And so the alternative is going to be gold and silver is the one place you can hide assets where the where the government can't see them, where people don't know what you have, and over the longer term, it's very bullish. Uh, so, if you want to buy uh, silver or gold, uh, here's the thing with silver: is the one thing you want to buy the silver coins. If you you're interested in silver, right? It's okay, silver, yes. yeah, yeah. So, look, you want to buy silver coins, uh, or you can also buy. The, there's some silver stocks like Hecla, Pan American. Those companies produce a lot of silver. Uh, the bullion. Seems like a good idea. If if you buy, if you buy ten ounces, if, if well, let's put it this way: if you if you buy uh, ten ounces of or fifteen ounces of of uh, sixteen ounces of gold, uh, that that that's going to equal, you know, sixteen less than a pound, and you can stick it in your pocket and walk off. If you buy that much in in silver. You're probably looking at a thousand ounces. It's like sixty pound ingot, which you know you got to have a pretty big backpack for that. So, 
and then you can't break up the, the big giant ingots. So, so you want to buy individual coins there. Or uh, for gold, you can buy the the coins or the bullion. Bullion tends to need to be reassayed, which can be more expensive when you sell it. And it's also it's harder to break up. Whereas the coin, you can take one coin off at a time. And, okay, so you're recommending gold, and then how liquid is this? If you buy the coins, how how do you go about redeeming that? I uh, typically just go into a coin store. Or are there some there's some pretty reputable people on the internet too. Okay. All right. People that, like Monex thing. Uh, look, I like silver. I think silver's gonna have a bigger move up. It, but if you want to own the silver, make sure you buy the coins. Okay. Very, very good. Well thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Bob. And by the way, I think everyone should have some type of silver or gold bullion or not bullion but but physical gold or silver. Uh the uh, our clients were in the stock and bond markets. We own some precious metal stocks. Uh, full disclosure, it's we're not we're not all in those markets, but 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 it's it's that's kind of the the bullish case there for the metal sector overall. I, I I do think we're making a big shift from deflation to inflation. If you sit and look at at the uh, at the ten year Treasury. For instance, uh, where is I think I have one right here somewhere. Uh, there it is. Uh, you know, we, we talked about this on the show. The ten-year Treasury bottomed at about one point three six percent for for ten-year Treasury note. One point three six percent, the lowest interest rate in the history of the United States of America, back at the end of June, at the beginning of July of this year. Since then, it's gone from 1.36% up to 2.6%, up almost, it's about 80% increase, and now it's about 24 I think we're seeing this shift. It's a slow shift. It's going to take some time, and it's something we're going to talk about. Uh, and what we're starting to position, you, we, you know, we sold out our longer-term treasuries uh, back in, uh, I want to say, October or so of, of this year. It, we talked about it in some uh, some of our reports and different things. Uh, 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 speaking of the report, I want to get back over to 2017. We write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. The number one story for 2017 is going to be how does the Trump administration uh, – are they, are they serious? Are they going to build a wall? Are they going to deregulate? Are they going to cut taxes? Or is Donald Trump just blowing a bunch of smoke and has no clue as what he's doing and not very bright? <laughs> That's I, I I think he is going to make some huge changes, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, and I think there's going to be big changes. And I think one of the big themes for 2017 is I think you're going to see big changes all over the world. This has been going. Th- this is this has been this thing has been happening since about 2012. It's been about four years, change upon change upon change all over the world. Brexit, the Middle East, and, and it's starting to roll into the developed countries of Europe itself, and into the United States, and into China. So I think we're going to see a lot of big changes. T- let's take a call from Frank. Hello, Frank. Frank, you had a question for us. Sorry. Yes, sir. Kind of in line with what you were just talking about, I'm wondering with three interest rates predicted for 2017, should, say, the average investor, I'm 64, uh, should it still be holding bonds as part of a so-called balanced portfolio? Uh, Yes. Uh, A couple things. This is a trend that's going to take a number of years. And... uh, I think we're probably near the top of the interest rate over the near term, and you could see we we peaked at 2.6. Now we're at 2.4. I would move my bonds in shorter term. Uh, so if you have a five, four, five, six-year bond, 
if interest rates go up and double in three years, you, you only have – by then, your maturity in your bond is only three years. You can sell it and then buy a long-term bond and get a much higher yield. You have to get income coming in, uh, and there's a real possibility of an economic slowdown this year. There's huge problems in China. There's huge problems in Europe, and and I think Donald Trump is going to turn the economy around here, but – but we're long into the cycle. This is one of the longest, slowest recoveries we've seen in history, and you could see uh, a, a slowdown here, which would drop the bonds again. But the bottom was put in, and you're going to see higher rates over time. So what you want to do is you want to move in. You don't want to be owning 30-year bonds. Twenty. You want to move shorter-term bonds. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate the help. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, our theory is is you really want to get some interest rate coming in. And, and, if, and if you can get – I've always found if you can get a decent return on your money, it tends to be about 6 7% income, 5.5% in income. Uh, that's going to carry you for a little bit, and that'll cover – that'll cover – so for two or three years, if you get a big correction in bonds and you make if, – if you're making 5.5% a year, uh, let's say you're making 6% a year uh, – uh, you've at least gotten about eighteen percent of your money back, and that's that's you want to have that those funds coming in. Uh, but but I think uh, a couple sectors. I believe high income hasn't corrected at all in this market. I think it's very vulnerable. Uh, interest rates have had one of the biggest moves in the last twenty years. In the last uh, uh, really since in the last half of two thousand sixteen. Uh, and it's been a huge and, – and really the, the junk bond sector has held up much better than expectations. I think there's a lot of problems in that sector. I'd avoid that sector. Um, so so we we got Trump coming up. we got a lot of things. Uh, this Donald Trump is very bullish for the investment markets. I believe he has the possibility to get 3 4% growth rates going forward. People are excited. They're hiring. They're looking for jobs. And the interesting thing Donald Trump is doing is – this week he uh he tweeted out about he was concerned that that uh, uh Donald, that General Motors was making the Chevy Cruise I think it was the Chevy Cruise hatchback in Mexico and he wasn't happy about that and they tweeted back and said well it's the hatchback and uh the message is to to GM is look we want in we want the factory put back here Within 24 hours after he did that about GM, all of a sudden Ford announced they're canceling a, a, a plant in Mexico and moving them back to the United States. Then he tweeted out about Toyota's putting a factory in Mexico, and uh, I don't know how to expect to get their cars in the United States. There's going to be a tax on them. The message he's sending to corporate executives is, we're not going to tolerate you putting a factory right next to us and then shipping the cars in or shipping the, the plant, shipping whatever manufactured item into the United States and then taking the jobs from the American people and, and not putting the jobs here. He's sending a message. Now, people are getting all upset. Oh, I can't believe Donald Trump did this. He's he's acting like Mussolini. Actually, the actual quote from Bill Gross was, if this continues, it could be like Mussolini. But here's this is what Donald Trump sees is you've got to make that shift. It's been too easy 
for corp for CEOs in the United States of America to get be given the job as CEO, and then the first thing they do is is they get their stock option package and they get their bonuses based on earnings per share. And then the first thing, that, the second thing they do is they start looking. I want to know how many people we can cut. I want to see what plans we can shift overseas, and I want to cut R and D as much as possible because I've got to goose these earnings up, and I've got to, I've got to get get the share price up. I've got three years to cash out, or otherwise someone's going to sack me. And so, and then I'm going to make ten, twenty, thirty million bucks by doing it. That's wrong, and and no other country in the world tolerates this type of crap. And and it, it people, if you can't run a company for a major United States company for the long term with investing in R and D, plant and equipment in the United States, then you don't need to be the chief executive officer of that company. Period. Okay, it, it, they have two things. They want to run the company for short term to, to grow earnings inside, but the long term. Most investors in in United States companies are pensions, 401k. These people have a 5, 10, 20, 30-year time horizon, okay? And that is not being factored in by corporate America because too many of these executives are being given short-term goals, short-term options, and huge financial incentives to fire workers, cut R&D, and move plants out of the United States. And, and so what Donald Trump is doing, this is very interesting, is he's shifting that he he's shifting the bar on these people and going look there's going to be real problems for you if you sit there he's wait he he's kind of waved a stick where he hasn't said what he's going to do but he's sort of just jawboned them really uh the bully pulpit he's used Teddy Roosevelt the bully pulpit he's he's up there kind of you know telling them what he'd like and then he's saying look I'm going to cut your taxes I'm going to reduce your regulations. So I'm going to make it easier for for you to work here. It's kind of like a carrot in the stick. But you've got to set the example ahead of time. You've got to set the expectations. For I promise you, every company in the Fortune 500 that is thinking of moving stuff overseas at the board level is going. What are the alternatives here for the United? They're thinking. They're trying to keep the jobs here now. Donald Trump has done the American people a huge favor, if nothing else, by what he's done here recently. So it, it's exciting now. So that's one thing. So we're hoping for growth. We're hoping that lower taxes, deregulation, fiscal stimulus is going to boost the economy. That's great stuff. That's very bullish going forward. Now, here's. There's two problems out there. Uh, number one is, is I won't say number one, but the first one is the Federal Reserve. I don't think it is number one, but is the Federal Reserve. The number one correlation in the last eight years for stock market performance has been quantitative easing by the Federal Reserve. It hasn't been earnings. It hasn't been growth. It hasn't been anything. It's been quantitative easing by the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has been manipulating asset prices, and every time the asset prices start going down, they start pumping money in because they worry the economy is going to collapse. And, and so that's changing. As our caller just said a minute ago, they, the Fed raised rates in December. Now they're talking about three interest rate increases. They that wasn't even on the table a month ago. People thought of maybe two or maybe not maybe one next year. It was really two, and all of a sudden it went to three. In the minutes that came out uh, of the Federal Reserve meeting this week, it, it, they were clearly concerned about Donald Trump was going to get the economy going faster than they were prepared to 
than they expected, which could have put them behind the curve. So they're going to be they're tightening up some. They're raising rates. Well, if you look at the correlation, the, the number one correlation to stock market performance was these guys goosing the economy with flooding the system with money, not the economy goosing asset prices by flooding the the system with money and pushing up asset prices. Then you got to say, hey, they're starting to pull back. That's not positive for asset prices. And by the way, the really sad thing about their quantitative easing, there's really not much evidence it did anything to uh, to GDP growth or or, or hiring. But, uh, so so the Fed is not in your corner. The free ride is ending for asset prices from the Fed. Now I think the bigger concern this year, and we write about this in the Max Out Savings Report, is China, and. And right now, what we're witnessing is a huge tug of war between the old guard establishment and the new, the Trump people, the conservatives. The old guard says, "Look, Russia's the problem. Russia's the big threat. Russia's going to take us down. Look at what Russia's doing. They hacked the presidency. They did this. They did that." Vladimir Putin is ruling the world, and then the new, the new guard, the the conservatives, uh, the Trump people are going. Well, wait a minute. What about China? China stole the quarter of a million, went and hacked a quarter of a million personnel files of all government employees so they could build databases on them. China's stolen technology. There's exact copies of our, our stealth fighters in China that they're copying from us. They're stealing all our technology. They're stealing millions of jobs from us, and they won't let American companies in there. Aren't they the threat? In the, in the, in the establishment, oh, no, no, don't worry about them. Don't worry about China. Worry about Russia. And, and the Trump people are going, no, China, we're making the shift. But but the, but the, the, the big, vociferous anti-Russian people are putting up a fight. The danger in the future for the United States is China. It's not, it's not Russia. Russia's not taking our jobs. Russia's not stealing our technology wholesale. Russia's not polluting planet Earth to, a, to the degree that, it, that it's influencing the pollution in California. It's so bad from China. It's... It's China, not Russia, but so you're seeing a huge shift. So the battle for 2017, one of the biggest black swan and dangerous, do, does this develop into a trade war? Donald Trump is going to be very stealthy about, not stealthy, but he's putting in very tough anti-China. Peter Navarro is is one of the top uh, critics of China. He's one of his trade people. He put in another person as well. Uh, with uh, Leitenhauser is going to be his chief ch- trade representative. So this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Tate, let's take a quick call from Tom. Hello, Hello Tom. Happy, happy New Year to you. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Uh, so a couple questions about REITs. Uh, first, uh, I guess I'm curious what you think about them right now. It seems like they've taken a little bit of a hit, I assume, because of the interest rates going up. But as you mentioned, you know, moving to an inflationary environment, I would think that would be a positive for, you know, REITs holding, holding real estate. Uh, so I'd like to get your thoughts on that. And also, if, if it does make sense to get into REITs, um, I understand the income is taxed a little bit differently. And I was wondering what you thought or what your thoughts are of REITs in a taxable account versus an IRA. Okay. That, that, that's a good point. Um First of all, on the REITs is a real estate investment trust, and and your taxable your income is return of capital oftentimes, or a percentage of it is return of capital. Now, the it's better to have them in a tax free account because you can take advantage of some of the tax breaks. Uh, in theory, you should be have to pay some of the taxes 
in the, in the IRA, but unless it's a huge amount of money in 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 the, in the tens of thousands of dollars in income coming in, it's typically not a, the IRS sort of ignores the problem, and everyone else has as well. Uh, but it, REITs are better off in the tax the, the 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 taxable account, which is the account in your name, versus the tax free account, which is your IRA or four hundred one k, because you you get better tax advantages outside of it. Uh, the, the situation. So you're saying that it's an advantage to have it in the taxable account. In the taxable account, yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, and uh, look, here, here's the deal: REITs are down. A couple things: interest rates are going up. In in a lot of REITs are in shopping centers and office buildings, and we're starting to see a lot of overbuilding. Mm. And so that that's kind of hurting them. Uh, I, I think as long as rates are going up, I think there's still going to be somewhat of a, of a knock on them. I think the the uh, some of the pipeline. Uh, uh, MLPs look a little better, the big pipeline companies, but I would, con- I think you're going to continue to see some more corrections in there. But t- can you hold this through the break, Tom? We've got to take a quick break. Sure. Okay, hold on just one second. We'll be right back. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks, when they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what Tom did. Tom, yeah, okay, you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I mean, look, some of the stocks are down, but some of them are also up. I, I, I think right now, really, if you sit and look at this, 
Uh, I think rates have been going up in here. I'm surprised in some of the utilities, it's the same way. Some of these utilities have kind of come up in, in there. I, I I wouldn't buy them here. I, I think there's kind of another uh, another uh, shoe to fall, so to speak. I also think you could see some more changes with real estate from Donald Trump, and that's what we have to watch and see what's going to come out. I'm hearing some rumors that what he might do is eliminate the depreciation on real estate and said, say you can depreciate a hundred percent now. And that could change up some, how some of these things are, are done. That could be a positive or a negative. It probably be a positive. If rates go up, it's a negative. And right now income is pretty richly priced in a, in an environment where interest rates are going up and inflation's going up. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's good to know. That's some interesting insight I hadn't considered. I was just thinking an inflation envi- inflationary environment, maybe real estate could, could go up, but it sounds like there's a lot of other factors in the other direction there. Yeah, I, I, think, I think overall you're right, but I think we're in this transition period where there's a lot of cross currents, and some of those cross currents are going to step up. I'm becoming a little concerned about particularly uh, uh, shopping centers, uh, and uh, apartments, really a lot of overbuilding going on. And it's starting with office space, the same thing. Now, if a, if Trump can really get this economy going, that'll make a difference. But I think we're going to have some type of correction first. Okay, well, that's great insight. Uh, thanks so much. Okay, thanks, Tom. Bye. Uh, there was Tom with the question on REACH, which is Real Estate Investment Trust, which is they pass, they, t- they invest in, in property and they pass the income through in a trust. Uh, it's a good way to get income overall. But but that that I mean I, I think the income area is um, a lot of our fixed income stocks seem to be really going up in here pretty aggressively and and, and uh, you know and we're watching that closely to see what's going to happen. But uh, talking about China, I, look, I think China is one of the huge stories. China is is uh, their economy is slowing down. They're in trouble. They have. They've added more debt to their economy than than the banking system of the United States and Germany combined since 2008, and now it's starting to unwind on them. And I think they've got real problems going forward, and I think this is going to be the big story for 2008 is what's going to happen there. Uh, in, in People are pouring and they're taking money out of China. Remember, when things went bad in, in the United States in the 70s, we go, oh, I remember inflation was bad. We had trouble getting by. We had to save. We had to cut back. It was really tough. In China, they go, when things got bad in the 60s in the Cultural Revolution, half my family were killed. We were put back in a farm. 30 million people died. And they're starting, the Chinese think things are starting to go bad in China. They're panicking and they're starting to pull their money out. This is going to be a huge story. The money's pouring into California into Vancouver, into Houston, all over the Seattle as as Chinese are buying real estate to try to get out of China. And this is putting huge pressure on their currency and, and their foreign exchange reserve. So you can, China's under huge pressure at the same time Donald Trump is coming after him. This is going to cause a real problem, and how you deal with it is going to be the story for 2017. You just have to be very careful. Let's take a call from uh, Charles. Hey, Charles, how you doing? Uh, doing fine. I uh, got a question more on the local level. Yeah. Do you know what the Moody's rating is on the city's general obligation bonds and just the bonds in general? You know, I t- I used to watch that real closely, and I don't do that as much with Houston. Uh, you know, for a couple reasons. Uh, but, uh, you know, right now they're under pressure because of these pension problems. If you look at what happened in Dallas, Charles, uh, th- there's rumors that you could see some uh, some bankruptcies coming out of Dallas because of the, of the of the pension problems up there. And they've had to shut down the withdrawals, the lump sum, taking out of lump sums. And, and I think it's the policemen and the firemen's or, or I think it's the policemen's uh, 
the pension system up there, and, and, and it could put them in real trouble. And so I think you've got to be careful until we get an idea of how this is going to play out with these these uh, contingent liabilities, these pensions in these cities. Yeah, well, because we're pushing $3 billion, and I know Mayor Turner has told the public that he thinks he can negotiate his way out of this, but uh, honestly, I'm... I'm <laughs> He, I mean, all power to him if he can, but I, I, I don't know. I think that uh, uh, try, trying to retain the current system as it is and then trying to negotiate your way out of this, I don't know. I, I think we're kind of kicking the can down the road if we do that. And I mean, when you look at the when you look at the street conditions, when you look at the areas like uh, Acres Homes and that area in there, the floods, you know, a lot more areas now in the city are getting prone to flooding and then of course you know the the the, the hikes and the water rates and everything else and i mean i I've, I've been speaking to several people uh that are within five years of retirement asking them are they do you plan to stay in houston and i get an unequivocal no <laughs> so i i'm just wondering you know you know, there, there's some things here, and as far as the bond ratings are concerned, that's what I'm kind of looking at. Yeah, the bond ratings, I just looked them up real quick. They're AA3. They were downgraded by Muzi. AA is pretty darn good. I mean, you're, you're talking about just in, in, in places like Chicago and places up there, that you, you're, you're likely to see bankruptcies up there. You're not going to see that in Houston. Yeah, no, I understand that. But, I mean, obviously, if we're at a AA, uh, hopefully we can improve it. But, uh uh, comparing comparing us to some of these other cities, I mean, it, you still have to. You don't want to get into a path where it continues to decline, you know. And I guess yeah, that's what yeah. I'm I mean, double A is very strong. Uh, in in, but yeah, you look. I mean, uh, Mayor Turner's got a tough. He's been handed a, a a mess on his plate with these things. Look, what what a lot of these people in the pension area don't understand is sometimes you have to take some cuts and you've got to restructure, and it's painful, but. If you can make sure that that your pension's protected for the next twenty or thirty years, that's a much more valuable thing. Too often times, people negotiate really hard for you know for what's in front of them on the plate, and they don't realize that the real advantage to the negotiation is way in the future. And their real advantage is to make sure their pension is protected ten, twenty years from now. What good does it make if they keep to keep all their benefits and everything's great for five, ten years, and then the city's in bankruptcy and then they're wiped out? It doesn't exactly. help. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that, that that's a very good point. Right. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's interesting to know. All okay, right. Charles. One other thing, Charles. By the way. I've been in this business, in the retirement business, for over 25 years, and I'm always amazed on the number of people that actually stay in Houston. I, I hear that talk from time to time, but people seem to like it. And it's really hard to get them out of Houston. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying that with the continuing influx of the population, you know, with the population getting bigger and bigger, and I've, I just see people, at least the people that I'm talking to seem to, uh, it's fine to work here, but when it comes time to hanging up the cue stick to to retire, they're they're out of here. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. So, but anyway, okay. Well, thanks, Ted. I appreciate that. Thanks, Charles. Good point. I mean, this is what the problem Houston has is is that their pensions are really out of control. And and, and the really sad thing is, it's not that the pin. I I think what they've done is they've made the pensions. I won't even say they've made the pensions too rich. I think they've made it too easy for people to get more than they deserve on their pensions. And I think that's the first thing. Things like working triple overtime for the last year or two and doubling your pension from what your salary was three years ago is a really seems like it's great for the people doing it. But 
it, it gets overly expensive for the taxpayers and they won't fund it. And more important, then it, it endangers the whole pension system and then it could collapse. And so I think reining in those type of things can really help out. I, you, it, one thing, if, if you're on a pension, the number one thing you want is you want to make sure that your the peop, the assets back in your pension are rock solid in the company or the entity or the government is on a very sound footing because you don't worry about them going bankrupt next year or next six months. Uh, that what you worry about is five or ten years from now, and then you're really in trouble and it's too late. And that, that's that's the important thing. So it's tough for Houston. Uh, so uh, if you got any questions, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. So looking out for for right, talking about the Max Out Savings Report. It's a free report we send out. Uh, to our listeners, helping them save money, build up wealth. We talk about the importance of, of making sure you're set at 10% for your company match, plus your company match for retirement. And it's you want to start the New Year's resolution, the New Year starting out with the uh, that you're going to save more money. We Also, we write about, we're writing about th- this huge tug of war. I talked about this a little earlier in the show between the old guard in the U.S. government uh, that that believes Russia is the big threat to the United States, and and more the new guard, the Trump people, the conservatives are going. Well, wait a minute, China is stealing all our jobs. China is China's stealing all our technology. China's polluting planet Earth on a level unseen in history. Why aren't they the enemy? And 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 so you're seeing this big battle back and forth, and they're going. Well, China's doing this, this, and this, and every little thing. And, and you're hearing Russia's doing this, this, and this, and every little thing Russia does is pointed out. And then China's coming over here hauling, you know, hauling the crown jewels out the back door while we're, you know, all upset because China, you know, stole a rake in the front yard. And and, and so I, this this is a huge battle being played out. Uh, personally, I believe Kissinger's behind a lot of it. I, I think he sees the, 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 the real concern that really on national security, on a job basis, on a pollution basis – we really are going to have to stand up to China and how and we write about this some in the report is how I don't think I put the Kissinger part in the report, but uh, how China, how the U.S. is going to have to stand up, stand up to China. Now, China owns a huge number of our of our treasury bonds. So they could try to sell them and force our interest rates up and they'll threaten us and they'll they'll try to take over the South China Sea and they're going to try to make real provocative acts. I think how Trump is playing it out is I think Trump's being really tough with Mexico, kind of setting an example. And then I think the stuff he's going to do, China is going to be under the table. Under not, It's going to be more rules, regulation, more talk, standing up to China, cracking down on cyber terror, uh, cracking, maybe putting in some pollution taxes, uh, some different things. If they tax it in their country, it should be taxed over here. I think I don't think they're going to try to just head on like a bull go after China. I think it's going to be more subtle. I think they're going to be tougher on Mexico to set the example because I don't think they want to take China head on. You have to fight China uh, uh, with China. Yeah, almost like was it uh, the rules of war? Was it? Sin Chao, what I forgot what his name is, but you, you have to be much more subtle with China, and I expect Trump's going to be that, but that can always blow up, and that's the bigger danger. The reason for the talk is Russia's don't pay attention to the Russia talk. Russia's not the danger. China's the danger. China's going to be the story for 2016. Now, coming up on the end of the show, 
Uh, a couple things. If you haven't signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. If you're retiring, if you need some help with your with your IRA rollover or you have an old 401k plan you'd like to roll over, we can help you at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond markets. We'll put together a portfolio for you and manage it so you don't have to worry about it in these tough times. So if you need some help, go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's M-A-X-O-U-T, savings, with an S in the end, dot com. Uh, if you need some help, I'd like to help you out. The Remember our motto, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Uh, we just sent out the, our most recent report. I think it's going to be a very interesting year to recap what we said in the show. Uh, the main theme for the, for 2017 is going to be Trump, the Trump administration, and the big changes. We've seen a lot of changes coming in in 2017. The big dangers for 2017 are going to be Federal Reserve tightening and, and, and the coming battle with China. And how does that affect? Is that going to be a big black swan? What are we going to see in currency moves? Uh, a lot of things are going to be happening. For 2017, it's all going to be about change. We haven't seen that in over a decade. So it's going to be an interesting year. I hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.